We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. What's good, everybody? Before we get into the show, big ups to the members of the Patreon. You know who you are, but in case you don't, let's go ahead and read off some of these names. We got Derek Pleiates, Ryan Pisner, Christopher Velasquez, Corey Johnson Hoops. Corey, if you're listening to this, which you should, you better be doing the RVD thing. Like Rob Van Dam, back when he used to wrestle, he would go RVD and he would like point his thumbs like into his shoulders, like he's doing this motion. K. H J. I I know I'm weird, but whatever. You guys know this already. Nick Chavez, my guy, Daniel Gibson. Thank you all for your contributions. Patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Up oh, again. This is the second time my phone goes off on this podcast. What's up, Lamb? So much for being a fucking professional, you legend. Patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Head on over there right now for as little as one dollar a month. You can join the Patreon for as little as $5 a month. You get a lot of extra content. Guys, I just recorded an absolute banger of a podcast with Deion Jones from the Atlanta Falcons. Had him on. He answered the six-pack. We got it going. We got it cracking. We got it super-duper legendary. Some would say another word, too, but you know what? Let's not say it now. We'll say it for another time. That's going to be up on the Patreon on Wednesday. You get the betting content as well, and you still have time. We're extending it to this Friday. 
if you enter the $10 tier for Patreon, you are eligible for a giveaway of ESPN+. Plus. If you are a member of the Patreon, the $10 tier or higher for the month of November, you are eligible. Even if you don't get in contact with us, we'll let you know. Shout out to my guy, Mike Rona. Mike, I'm sending out your merch tomorrow. The merch bundle that you won for the October giveaway, I'm getting it to you now. I know the holidays and whatnot. Hopefully, you can have that out in Vegas. My guy's out in Vegas. Young cop boys. He hooked us up while we were out there. Shouts to Mike, man. Thank you for the contributions and for your friendship, brother, brother. And that's it, man. There's a lot of extra stuff up on the Patreon. I want to put a challenge out there, man. If we could get to 100 patrons by the end of the year, um, I'm going to do some wild shit. I don't know what it's going to do, what it's going to be. Um, maybe we'll dance. Maybe we'll do a Cotton Eye Joe with just like a Speedo on. Maybe we'll do the WAP. <laughs> Imagine me doing the WAP. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Let's do it, man. Get a, get to 100 patrons. Who knows what we'll do? We'll do some crazy shit. Maybe we'll do a whole podcast in like a Gumby outfit or some shit. I don't know. We're trying to help pay the bills, man, with the studio. It goes a long way. But sincerely, I know we mess around. I know we have fun. Banger of an episode coming. Shouts to my guy Nick coming on once again. Nick Dunbar has been on in the past. My guy Chris. Chris is going to be the agent one day for me. We talk about it on the pod. I keep calling him Agent Chris. Know both of these dudes pretty much my whole life, man. Good guys, good brothers. Um, really fun conversation about the NBA. We haven't given you guys some NBA content, so you're going to get a lot of that. A lot of thoughts on free agency, the bubble. I ask a really dumb question about taxes, which is going to be iconic. But it was fun. I like picking the brains of these two. And we're in a group chat. We're always talking shit about basketball. And it was fun. And it got heated talking about Russell Westbrook and the Knicks. I think it's a very interesting conversation, especially if you're a fan of a team who has been, ugh, that's it. That's what they've been. (laughs) Ugh, that's it. That's how you describe the Knicks. So sit back, relax, and congrats. Catch you guys next time. Enjoy the episode. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host, Nick Deus, at the Lamb Shows where you can find me. My guys, what are we calling our group chat? What's our group chat? I got Agent Chris here. I got Dunbar, Teddy Dunbar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We don't have a name. Yeah, it's just we, all three of our names. I have Chris and Nick. Yeah, we definitely need a name, though, because I always come to YouTube for basketball shit. We've been trying to set this one up for, for a while now. Yeah, Definitely a long time coming. So, uh, yeah, man. It's good to have you guys in here. Thank you for stopping by. New studio super sick, by the yeah. way. Thank I you, man. Congrats, thank man. you. I it appreciate really it. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Really I, I, I do need your approval. You know, Agent Chris. I keep, <laughs> I keep calling him Agent Chris. Thank <laughs> you for like an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Agent, like, he's going to be handling all the funds eventually. What are nah. we going gonna to go with, like, what? 10%, 15%? What are you thinking? Look. If we go 15%, that's kind of high. But, like, you got to cover all the vacation expenses. You know, I get a little no crazy. No problem. Vacation. Don't worry. I'll take care of the vacation expenses. I'll take care of them. 
I love it. I love it. Guys, uh, there's a lot to break down. I haven't really had a chance to talk about NBA because football has been out of control with all this uh, COVID shit, games getting moved left and right. Um, Chris, how'd you feel about how the, the bubble played out, dude, with obviously the Lakers won the championship, mm-hmm. but just like mm-hmm. overall overarching feeling of what your thoughts were on the bubble. And they did, they did a good job um, coming up with something so fast, right? They had to react to it. Um, they honestly, I think it did take a toll mentally on some of the players, and some of them came out and spoke about it, not being not being able to spend time with people, the people they care about. Um, but at the same time, at at the time, they weren't really sure. You know, all the certainties about the virus weren't out yet, mm. so you had to be extra careful. Did you uh, bet on the Clippers and you're tr- trying to just no. give an out for Paul George? No, 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 Because no, 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 <laughs> he was one of the guys that came I didn't bet on the Clippers. No, no, just fucking Well, I mean, on the pod, if you remember, I said the Lakers were going to win. Yeah, when I remember Everyone that. was saying the Clippers were going to win. Well, I think I had you on the pod, After. and I went on that, like, rant for mm-hmm. about eight minutes out of nowhere talking about his playoff struggles, Paul George. I was just like, yo, just off the top of my head, yeah. I feel like he struggles. I for, th- every, for every 30-point game he has, he'll have, like... Two for 14. Yeah. And then we started going down. And I think we gave him a pass on like the first two years because it was still like Danny uh, Granger's team. It wasn't really him yet. Right. But then, yo, even like going back to to the Heat, the Heat matchups. But he was going toe to toe with LeBron. He was. With nobody on his team. I know. And I agree with you. That's why it's so weird. Yeah. Because like when he was with the Thunder... I thought he was an MVP. Like he, he finished he third was top in MVP. five in the league when he was playing in, on the Thunder. Stats wise, yeah, no, but I'm saying just like in the MVP voting, oh, I believe absolutely. he finished yeah, third yeah. behind like Harden and and, mm-hmm. and Giannis. Yeah, but then you look at like the playoff struggles, and the reason why I bring that up is because what you said about like these guys with the mental health stuff, and you know, as I, I've had my own battles with it and shit, so I, I totally understand them and I feel them. Like you're isolated from what you said from like your friends and family mm-hmm. and. Like, yo, just being in the same place for two months, like, that shit got to be ass, bro. It's hard. It's probably also, I mean, it's also, it's a lot of times, like, there were stories where players would see their opponents, like, the, the day, like, uh, like the day of the game, where normally they'd be completely isolated, you know, on their own hotels or their own houses or whatever, and they'd go to the game and only see the opponents when they step onto the court but then they'd walk in like in disneyland they'd walk they around said it was like an AAU and then yeah they, and they'd well, see like their opponent yeah, like, like i think jamal murray and donald mitchell probably walk, like walked into each other right before a game and they're you know mentally you're trying to prepare to to beat down on this guy right like mentally you're really trying to get the killer instinct and to see this guy walking around you're like uh hey what's like what do you say hi like it's kind of awkward yeah, right like oh awkward. hey what's up like it, it's it's it wasn't it must have been a little more difficult to prepare mentally for the games. You you did AAU, didn't you? I did. How how like what was like a AAU? I guess trip. What was that? What is that like? So you also go, tell people like you play you play college basketball, right? Where um, so I know where but. SUNY Delhi for two years. It was a junior college, so which means you only have two years of eligibility to play. And then I played at Maritime for the remainder two years of eligibility that I had. You get four years of eligibility, so I did two and two. Maritime in the Bronx. It was also a SUNY school, um, but which, I know I know you, when we were younger, you would go to all these camps and shit. And yeah. like I know you and Kyrie were friends on Facebook, like even before he <laughs> kind of blew up. Yeah, that's a fact. We went to that. Um, we went. Oh, so perfect example. We went to this thing called uh, Mount Pocono Invitational. It was in Pennsylvania in the Poconos, and you literally stayed in a bungalow. And all it was it was eat, sleep, and breathe basketball. You'd go. You wake up in the morning. You'd have breakfast. You'd do drills. Go back. <clears throat> have lunch. 
you'd have two games, <clears throat> excuse me, then you'd do more drills. Literally all day long, eat, sleep, play basketball. And then you do drills. You would, um, they had, uh, so Kyrie's coach at the time, his uh, name was Kevin Boyle. He had a whole bunch of Division One athletes. He had Gilchrist, who's uh, the Knicks just signed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he had uh, Dexter Strickland, who went to North Carolina. He had a whole bunch of Division One uh, athletes. So he was a, a big-time coach who would get big-time talents. And he would run like a clinic. So he, he would do like specific drills. There was this one drill in particular where he would tie a basketball around a, uh, a shopping bag and you would like dribble. So he had a whole bunch of different crazy um, uh, drills that he would do. So just being in that environment and seeing those same kids for like a whole week long and coming and going, eating together, competing together, doing drills together, just in the same setting, I guess is like similar to how the bubble was. And I guess that's the, that's the similarity it would be to it. Like, like, do you think, I, I didn't think about what you said, Chris, about it being awkward. But then, yeah, I read. I think I read it on Hoopsite, and there was it was like talking about it right before the game. That's. I mean, think about it, right? What mentally? How do you mentally prepare for anything, in general, right? You need to, especially something as seriously as for them. It's not just basketball; it's a craft, it's an art, right? So you got to mentally prepare for that. You know, if it's game three, game four, it's series tied, you know, and. You gotta be awkward if you just got cooked by that guy right. and you're having breakfast. Right. With yeah, I mean, it, or see, like, like TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler were beefing. And yeah. then imagine having to see him by the pool and, like, <laughs> like yeah. you square up. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> it's funny that we laugh about it because, like, that's like what your instinct would be. Yeah. But then, like, these, these dudes are all human, too. So it's and later on, their family, the and then later on, that's their the families thing. were allowed. So it did get better for them. Look, that's so the at thing. first, they weren't going to allow, like, family members. Yeah. And then, like, it got, you know, things started to improve, got a little better. And they allowed you to bring, like, two family members max, I think. Remember, LeBron wasn't bringing his kids, but his wife came. Hmm. And then uh, his son, Bronny, I think high school was done. Like, school, school season was over. Like, the school year mm-hmm. was done. But uh, he asked, why didn't you want Bronny to be here? And he's like, you know, it's just not for him. Like, I'm here on a business trip. You know, he had his wife come. So I guess that they can, like, you know, do their thing in the hotel room, like, on an off night or something. <laughs> but, like, you know, his family wasn't there, you know? Hey, man, locked in isolation. I don't think there was any children there. For two months. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it would be necessary to have kids there, too. No. This is coming from someone that has no kids. <laughs> so I don't know, like, what that relationship is like. But uh, how do you feel... Nick, about this quick turnaround, man. Like, this, it feels like the finals were yesterday. Like, they, they kind of were. It was like six weeks ago. And now, yeah. at the time we're recording, I mean, th- this episode is going up tonight, November 30th. The holiday season is around the corner. That's when the season's starting again. 22nd. December December 16th, the preseason starts. Mm-hmm. And then the 22nd, right? The 22nd, I'm pretty sure it's 22nd, yeah. 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 I think so. Um, I love it. I'm really excited. Um, I think the only teams that really don't get, you know, the whole full off-season break that they would normally get. I mean, the, the real hoopers, like the real killers, are right in the gym like two weeks after the mm. season's over. So if you really think about it, I mean, you're not really resting, right? Mm. As soon as the season is done, you know, you take your little vacation like two, three weeks, and then you're right back in the gym. I mean, because if you're a pro, you got to – you these guys put in real real time and real, um, real work in the off-season. But I think that um, the only real teams that will not benefit from that were the Lakers, the Heat, the teams that went deep into the into the postseason. All those other teams, as soon as they lost, they left the bubble. And there, how many teams went to the bubble to begin with? I think there was only 16 teams, right? I think 22. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah, so 22. Um, and a lot of those teams only played like eight games. Yeah. So, and when the playoffs started, it was only 16. It, 16, it was eight and eight. Damn, some of those teams, bro, if you think about it, have had like eight months off. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, like even it's, the Suns, it's right? fair. Like the Suns, they stopped playing in March and then they come back in July. They played for two weeks. They played great. They played the greatest they out did, of any team. They did, for sure. Yeah. But then again, like, we're kind of, that's, that's so weird. Right. So it's I'm I'm fascinated. I'm, I'm, by I'm it. excited though. Yeah, I think you know I think the bubble went, and I'm surprised they're not doing it again because it was so effective. You know, we got COVID going on now. It's like worse than it was when the bubble was going on. The thing is, it's it's harder because um, you have they're not playing. I don't think they're playing all the games in the season, but you don't you know you don't have just eight games to play. Right. So you tell them to self isolate in their in bubbles for. You know, I don't know how many. I don't know how many game season is fifty something. So what is it? I, I, I'm at 100. I think they're doing 72. Yeah, 72? That's what, yeah, 72. All right, 72 games. <laughs> like they did it for eight plus the playoffs, and that was. It's definitely easier yeah. to sell an NBA team and players like yo. You know what? Isolate for three, four months because they're like the playoffs and shit. Or if you're right. like the Suns or you're the Grizzlies, where you might have a chance to make the playoffs if a lot of crazy shit bounces your mm-hmm. way. Like that's an easier selling point. That's why I never thought it there would were work. incentives for them to do it. Exactly, but that's why I never thought it could work with the NFL. Well, it's easier in the NFL, I think, because they play once a week, so they can. So the way they do, there's they, more players though. But that's the, what yeah, I was. That's say. the hardest part, harder part for for the breakouts. But I think they they can, they have more flexibility in postponing games. Mm-hmm. Because in the NBA, you postpone a game to there's a game every other day basically in the NBA. Yeah. Every other day. That's a good point. Yeah. And and then in the NFL, it's not like that. It's once a week, sometimes once every 10 days. If you play a Thursday game, then you have a, the game on the following Sunday. Um, and and the doctors will, will do contact tracing. Right? They'll, they'll see if, a, if there is a, a positive. They'll look at, okay, who was close to that area, who had interactions with that person. And they'll run contact tracing tests over and over again until they're comfortable with feeling like, okay, they've isolated the incident. And no one else has been affected from from that. And yeah. now they can move forward with the game. So when they're postponing games, it's because they, they're not 100% confident that that virus has been contained. Because it's possible to to get the virus and not test positive for it, depending how how long your incubation period is. Like you could get like if I got, if you got it right now, your your test problem might not show positive, but it mm-hmm. will show up tomorrow. Yeah. So they need a certain period, certain number of days for that. Like in the NBA, you won't have that because you have a game in two days, and two days, and two days. Sometimes they have back to backs. Like so, it yeah. it's gonna get, it'll get dicey. It'll be. I think it'll be much harder for the NBA than it will be for the NFL. To be honest. Well, so you agree with me? There should be, should have been another bubble. Maybe they do a series of bubbles in different cities. Yeah. You know, maybe one in the Northeast, because Northwest, Southeast, say, Southwest, I think and one more, in the middle. I think NBA players are more prone to going out, too, and not listening to the quarantine and staying home and doing the right thing. But where are they going out? I want to go out, too. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, even look at Lou Williams. He went to Magic City really quick and stopped yeah. and got some wings. <laughs> Listen, That's man, a, he got but, wings named after him. I would probably yeah. go to that place, too. But yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they're more, like, prone to going out and having a good time. Like, James Harden, like, not going to a strip club for, like, a Listen, year. Listen, man, right? let, let, let's be... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, come on. He's he also has his that. jersey retired in the strip club. I'm saying as James Harden. Yeah. I'm doing whatever I but want. Yo, I don't look, care about a virus. Look at us. We're not professional athletes, clearly. And we're not fucking 
millionaires. I don't know, maybe some people here, you know. <laughs> but, dude, imagine being 23 years old and you just signed the Supermax and, like, you're not going to go out. That's First of all, saying. you think you're invincible because you, you don't fit the mold of, like, the people that get sick from COVID, right? Everyone gets sick, but, like, they always say that it's it's the people over the 55ers. Like, it, it hits more if you're elderly than you are, like, a young mm. prime athlete. But then again, like, this dude, Cody Garbrandt in the UFC, he pulled out of his fight. He was supposed to fight, this like, two weekends ago for the title, for the 125 title. And he's been, like, fuck, like, he can't train. And he had COVID. So, like, everybody, really? yeah, he's been. That's the fighter that um, that was supporting Trump? No, that's Kobe Covington. Okay, the Kobe and Cody. Cody, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah not, right. He's you. Def, if I show you a picture of him, you 100%. definitely know. Him. We watched a couple of his fights. Yeah, at he Josh's. had a crazy comeback knockout. He um, he's the one that like dances in the octagon too. Okay. Like he's mad flashy, but he's like a big prospect of theirs, and he had to pull out. So like, obviously it hits everybody different. But what I was trying to get to is, like, bro, if you're 23 years old and you're in Miami, or you go to like, if you're the Raiders, bro, like and, you're the Raiders, you're in Vegas now. That first week, you'd be like, all right, man, look, I gotta, and I'll, I'll stay inside, whatever. Then it's week two, and like some girl DMs you on Instagram, like, hey, my friends and I are going to a bar. And how many times are you gonna say no to these things? Especially yeah. when you've been it's isolated. tempting. And not I only, just think the temptation, that, yes. You say, you say, where's the party? If you look hard enough, you will find a party. I'm sure you could find a party. Now imagine James Harden or one of these guys, you know yeah. what I mean? And they know the Rockets are coming to town. Yo, James Harden's coming to town. Like, yeah, we're painting him out to be a psycho. Too, no, like, not at all. Not at all. But I'm not, I'm just giving him an example. Well, I, he knows, I, I am know. going to Miami on Friday. So. Yeah, no, and he said he was going soon, of course. Kids in Miami every other week, it seems God like. bless him. Yeah, well, you know. Must yeah, be man. nice. It's pretty, Must be it's nice. Pretty fun, though, dude. Man. Do you think, as someone that's like super business savvy and and like you, you in the business world, you're like really confident and comfortable in discussing these things? Do you think that one reason why they're not doing a bubble again is because some of these teams want to try to get people in the stadiums to well, get some money back? Like, I know it's crazy to think of like you're a billionaire, you own a franchise, mm. you are losing money though too. Yeah. It's true though. Look at Jerry Jones really quick it, with Dallas, how fast he got all those fans in. What did he do, like 30,000 people? They're up to like 40. That's what I'm saying. He's so, like, really so, pushing the envelope, And bro. that's Look, someone that's a that's a billionaire. There's know? definitely like, a, a commercial aspect to this, right? Um, it's going to vary state by state depending on the rules. And... and some sense of normality is always like it just benefits everyone um but also like different types of people live in different states and everyone is more comfortable with the level of risk there's a different levels of comfortability with the risks and, and covid so like, those are not respect, easy respectfully i'm not risking my life to go watch the knicks yeah well that's i mean or I, my I, I, I don't i think i'm not going to see the next period like i'm <laughs> i'm so i'm just done with it yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm done, i can't like how many years now have I, I, you know, you, you want to talk about the Knicks now? We'll talk about the Knicks because you want Westbrook. I don't want no, Westbrook. We'll, 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 de we'll definitely yeah. get to that. But I, I want to say, say because I feel like that's a reason why they're kind of pushing to not have a bubble again. I know it's also more difficult because now you have all 30 teams. Yeah, but what, what they could. I also feel like the NFL has something to do with it, too, because the NFL is getting away with not doing with a bubble and they're having success because college sports also right, but also i would say with the nfl right they they have a lot more flexibility right it's that's a mad important point it's that so much flexibility with the mm -hmm. nfl absolutely actually i was surprised i didn't do a buffer week 
like they if I were the NFL, I would have done an extra week in between, like in the middle of the season, like what they, an extra bye week, so then what, you can reschedule games in that week. What they initially would have screwed up fantasy do? football, but yeah, that would have been probably what they initially wanted idea. to do. Instead of a buffer week, they were gonna have the start times for the games. Remember, I was telling you that, and start them like a couple hours later. So instead of the one one p.m. games. You know, they'll test them at, like, 8 a.m. or do, like, a rapid test, like, early in the mm. morning and then have them kick off at, like, 4 and then the 4 p.m. games be bumped back to, like, 8 and then, I guess, do, like, Sunday night football on Monday and then Monday on Tuesday and, like, extend this, the week out and the football season like that. Mm. Initially, I was reading that they wanted to, like, extend it well, out. Well, the one thing that they've been saying that they're going to do in the NFL is the option of a week 18, Right, like at the right. time of recording, they've moved the Steelers Ravens game twice already, three times, three times, three times. Now, now it's now it's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's the third time. So like, what happens if that game gets completely canned? That might not even play, right? And so, that's already affecting because they have a prime time got, game the yeah. following week with yeah. the Cowboys. So the the Steelers play Washington. They're moving that game to Monday. Hmm. So now next Monday we have a doubleheader. We have I think that'd be three games. Oh, yeah, because then the Ravens and the Cowboys. And the Cowboys are, are on Monday, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That makes a nice FanDuel slate. It does, yeah. I mean, as it, look, as, as football junkies, <laughs> it just makes it it makes it makes more appealing for us. Yeah. But it does. Grand scheme of things, I, I do think that they're going to have something set up like a week 18. That's something that I've been hearing them and talk the, about. They expanded the playoffs, too. Two extra, four extra playoff teams, right? Two from each, two two more no, each wild card? No, there's definitely going to be seven from each conference. I think the deadline passed for them to go to eight. Okay. Because I yo, think they you, were considering it if they had to do cancellation of games. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when they were going to do it. It was in the event of like there were cancellation of games, but I don't think the NFL. So I don't think the NFL wants to cancel this. They're doing everything in their power not to cancel. Not to, this, yeah, of the course. Steelers Ravens game. You know what that? Yeah. I mean, but if they there's a fine line here. They got to be really careful because um, I'm already seeing that there's some of like the Steelers players are. Not happy about the game being postponed three times. At the same well, time, they, like they missed out on a bye week too. You got to understand, like, it, and also they weren't at fault. Who Steelers. the Steelers? No, they were. No, it was the Ravens that all these tests are popping up, and they're the ones. Well, that that's, 18, well, that's why. That's why. Positives. <clears throat> something like that, bro. And I lost saw, count dude. from a coach that wasn't even on the staff too. Like my buddy Marco, our friend Marco was like, you know Marco too. You met him when we went to the Knicks, mm. the Knicks draft party. He was like, how many players tested positive? I mean, uh, I forgot how he said it, but he's like, my response to him was like, yo, you're better off seeing who hasn't tested than who has tested positive. Like, there's way more people that have tested positive. Yeah. And I think now, because they postponed the game three times, they were saying Dobbins and uh, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram will be eligible yeah. to play. <laughs> I think there's, there's a part of me that thinks that they want to get Lamar to be able to play. To play, yeah. Because especially now that it's going to be a standalone marquee game. Uh, it's a big game. Look, it does, it does seem... The resurrection like, of RG three though. <laughs> I mean, I, I like. I wish him all the best, and I hope so. But yeah. I, I don't know. No, nah, there ain't gonna be no resurrection. I mean, got a better chance to. It's quiet for that. Yeah. Look, four forty four hundred K. You got a better chance. <laughs> <of that. clears throat> Definitely, it seems like they want this. They want Lamar to play. I don't know when he. I mean, it was a ten day. It was a ten day period that they have. I think for the, for for COVID like. Where you, I think you, have, you need 10 days to clear COVID after it's, you first get tested positive. When you test positive, it's three consecutive negatives you got to you gotta get right. for you to be eligible to play. After a certain period of time, though, I think. Yeah, I think there's like a 48-hour grace period where you kind of got to mm-hmm. like self-isolate. Mm-hmm. And then you get tested. 
and then it got to be three consecutive tests you got to get. That's the NFL protocol. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly what they're up to with that. See the Broncos, like see, okay. So this game is getting postponed, obviously, because it was a um, a prime time game. It was a Thursday game, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be the Thanksgiving night game, right? You know, the Broncos didn't get that treatment. They had to start a wide receiver off the practice squad. I got, a, I got an even better one for you, right? Yeah. What, like, what about the Forty ers when they played with that JV team? Yeah, what was that? What week was that? Week the was that? That's yeah, what it was like. Week uh, seven, and it was on a Monday night game or a Sunday night Thursday game. night game. Thursday night game. I knew it was an island game. Um, that's literally what the what the what they should make the Ravens do. And look, for as much as I I, <laughs> I love the NFL, it's it's a very hypocritical league too. That's the even word when you go about. back to some of the suspensions that they put out in the past. There's no, there was never like a precedent, right? Like he was, you know, the Oprah, the Oprah gif or the meme. Where it's like you, you get, get a car, one, you get you a get car. One, yeah. It'd be like, yo, you, you you popped for weed. All right, you get four games. All right, you pop for weed. All right, you get eight games. Domestic abuse, ah, three games for you. Domestic abuse, twelve games. It's like, yo, there's no like they pick and choose. Yeah, the only thing that's been consistent with them is, yo, you get pop for PEDs, it's four games. Then it's eight games. Then it's a year. Like mm-hmm. that's the only thing consistent. Like, yeah. what what if Fuller just, what if Fuller just got? Six? Six game suspension for Will Fuller. <clears throat> it makes sense now, maybe why he hasn't been hurt. Right, like yeah. oh, he's, had, he's had an amazing season. Oh, he's had a fantastic season. Yeah. He's like a. Wide but this receiver. was his first season that he hasn't been hurt. He's usually you can rely. He's like the Anthony Davis of the NFL. Like you That's can a just MAGA comp. Yeah, he's Thank not you. as dominant as Davis. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's Anthony Davis. I like where you're I didn't get to finish. You knew where I was going. You're going about in terms of injury. I get that. Yeah, that guy's made of glass. Like literally, like you can just count on him to have the GTD tag. He's next to his name. Or yeah. he'll leave with like a hamstring or, or, exactly. or a quad in the like middle Anthony, of the game. Yeah, exactly. Second quarter, he's in the locker room. Like <laughs> Yo, on the training the table. I've, I've owned Anthony Davis in fantasy basketball. And my, like, that, I, there isn't a player that can dominate the defensive stats the way he can. Mm-hmm. And the percentages from the center position. Oh, yeah. Because center eligibility is huge in fantasy basketball. In a, turn, in a, in a, in a span of like two minutes, you right. can put it's up like in, 25 it's, it's fantasy insane. points. He, yeah. he, Blocks, rebounds, but steals. Yeah. <clears throat> Every time I look up, I refresh my phone, he's in the locker room for yeah. something. And, and it's he's just <laughs> and you draft him knowing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? But uh, to his credit, he does come back most of the games. Yeah. But he just likes to give you a scare. <laughs> he's always giving you a scare. <laughs> 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. You can contact them the moment you sponsor a job post making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Once again, we always say, I might be quick with the words, not quick with my feet. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 
credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try out Indeed right now with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. While we are here, let's go ahead and pay some more bills with another sponsor, and that is Bet Online. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you could get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You could get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Don't forget when you go to Bet Online today, and you go to take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Yo, speaking of AD, I mean, he's technically a free agent. Any chances he's a Nick or what? Nah, <laughs> no chance. Now nah, they're going to they're gonna max him. They're going to super max him, extend him, I mean. They're going to add on to his um, contract that he had with the Pelicans. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head what it was, but they're going to give him the four-year, fifth-year option, I think, and they're just going to max him out. They're going to give the, him They're going to give him whatever contract he wants. Right. If he says, I want LeBron gave year. him the keys already. He's like, yo, it's your team. So, like, they're going to max maybe him Maybe super max, maybe it's not, but it's whatever he wants. And I think before the season starts, like within these next couple of weeks, you will hear that Anthony Davis is going to get maxed out 100%. I mean, I hope he's not trying to wait to see what Giannis does because that would not be fair. No, 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 no. They're going to repeat. They literally just got better, the Lakers. Yeah, they did get better. They did get better. Giannis they, does need some more help. They though. they really they really did, man. They get Harrell on a yeah pretty favorable deal, right? Yeah. Two for nineteen going cross town. Yeah. I think that was an awesome move. And then they get Schroeder too, who I've always liked. Schroeder, like I love him. If Schroeder is for depth, mm-hmm. love it. If he's like your starting point guard See, with not much around you, he so they made he there was a report today that came out that he said that he believes strongly believes he's going to be a starting point guard for the Lakers, and I I disagree. I don't think he should be a starting point guard. I think he should be coming off the bench like how he was for the Thunder. What I think the Lakers are going to do again is I think they're going to have LeBron play the point again. Mm-hmm. It worked last year perfectly. Why change it? You know LeBron's going to he's not traditional one, but he'll be listed as the one, and then they'll just go from there. Wes Matthews was a big pickup. He'll probably start. He replaces Danny Green. Yeah, they're pretty much had. I, they had. The, Which I think is an upgrade. Danny Green uh, played like I th- shit. I think defensively, Danny Green was better. But better defensively, I but think I Wes think, Matthews is a more consistent shooter. He just the only thing with him is you don't hear much from him. You know, he played on the Pacers. Yeah. He played on the Bucks. He was just bouncing around. Last, year, really last year they put up the exact same stats. Pretty much identical. Right. Right. right pretty right. much identical. You'll see though. You'll yeah. see what I mean. Like he he's never been in a situation like this before. Danny Green has been in a situation like this a couple of times on the Raptors, on the Spurs. Yeah. Wes Matthews never really had a good team. To Danny be. Green went to uh, Philly? Yeah. That's a good team, too. And they finally got some shooting. That's what they needed. I don't know. That we'll roster see. construction last year did not make any sense. Yeah. Have you, have you flip-flopped on what side were you on between Embiid and Simmons? Do you think those two guys could play together? Because that's always like NBA Twitter loves that yeah, discussion. Yeah. I, can they play together? Yes. Um, they should be able to. They know? Can. like it's not like they're both. They can, and I think it, it was definitely harder for them to play together when they didn't have the shooting around them. Right. That, 
I guess the question is, you know, where are you going to play Ben Simmons? Right? Are you going to play my point guard? You can't play my shooting guard. You have to play my point guard. Can move him to the three. He's got the size for it. Yeah. My whole, my whole thing is they yeah, don't Yeah, but that's the point. So you'd, if, rather, I'd, you'd be better to have shooters in those positions if, and leave Ben Simmons at the one. Absolutely. But, I mean, you have someone like – I mean, this is a wild comparison, but it's true. Someone like Derek Jones. He's someone that doesn't really shoot, and he comes off the bench athletic. Or he even starts at athletic three, man. Yeah, like, he doesn't really shoot. You know, Ben Simmons could be like that, just more, you know, driving to the basket. But I think – so the Sixers' problem is, I don't know. I watch, I watch them play often, especially because I'm doing DFS with the FanDuel and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. They don't feed Embiid. Like, there'll be a time, <clears throat> there'll be points in the game where he'll run up and down the court about five, six times and not get a touch. And as a big, that's, like, frustrating. And you're like, yo, why am I even, like, hustling? Especially when you're a guy who's that dominant and on defense. And he's dominant. That's rewarded. what I mean. And if, if I'm going to pick a player to move forward with for, like, a franchise player, it's going to be Embiid. 10 out of 10 over Simmons. The and whole it, injury concern don't bother you? No, it doesn't. I mean, even last year, okay, he wasn't really that injured. How much time did he miss last year? Like, I, think, I think Ben <clears throat> Simmons needs to, like, he needs to improve his free throw shooting. I said it last time, right? He... If he can improve his free throw shooting, he doesn't become a liability on the offense. He's not a liability on the offensive end. I'm saying at the end of games, he gets to the basket. He's that good. He gets to the basket whenever he wants to, pretty much. Even when they didn't have the floor spacers, he was getting to the basket. The issue was, you know, the tape, the scouting reports, everything. Yo, Ben Simmons goes to the rim, foul him, don't let him score. Just foul him. Then he goes to the free throw line, and he probably misses. He definitely misses one. Probably misses one. A lot of times, misses, goes over two. Yeah, that is pretty much in the last five minutes a game a killer, right? Especially in a close game, you can't be doing that. It, it destroys it. It destroys. You know, you can't be exchanging zero zero, zero points, especially when you're versing a team like. Pick any of the top six teams in the league. Like you're giving them free chances to get points on you or make up points. Mm-hmm. He he's 1000% a liability on offense. You said he wasn't. He's one th- he can't He's shoot. a liability if if on offense at the end of the game when he can't convert cuz in the beginning of the games yes, they're going to try and foul him obviously when he goes up, but it's not as fine-tuned, right? Mm-hmm. You know in the last quarter, the fourth quarter of the game or in in a playoff game. Yeah. The level is here. It's the level of intensity is much higher than it is for a regular season games. So the scatter, like the, all the players know, when Ben Simmons goes in, foul him. Period. The one th- and and that reduces his effectiveness. If right. he can improve that, if that one thing will improve that team overall significantly. There's one thing he has to improve, and that's shooting the ball and shooting with confidence. Basketball is all about spacing. And, and the Sixers yeah. are that much easier to defend because Ben Simmons can't shoot. The guy guarding Ben Simmons can guard him five, six feet off of him mm-hmm. and, and then help mm-hmm. dig down on Embiid. Collapses on... You, yeah, you, yeah. you even played basketball. Yeah. Basketball is very similar to soccer, too, with, like, spacing and, you know, just it is, any yeah, sport no, in general. That's, that's he needs to point. be able to hit some kind of jump shot. But be confident. He doesn't need to be the best. He, the he just needs no, to. Yeah. He he's needs going to be able to cons- yeah, he, consistently he, he, make he, a 10, he, 15 foot jump if shot. He's initiating, no if he's initiating the offense, he doesn't need to be the guy pulling up. Or right. for people to respect it enough. Exa- that, to, to the point where you have to get up on him yeah, and guard him. Right. I don't know if you watched um, when they played the Bucks on Christmas like two years ago. And 
I forgot, or it might have been no, the Lakers were playing them when LeBron first got there. LeBron's guarding him like in the paint. Oh, yo, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. like he was bro, at the top of the key. That's and unacceptable. The free throw line. It's unacceptable. Well, that's the thing that Giannis started doing more of this year. He was like maybe like twenty eight percent from three, but at least mm-hmm. he was like shooting like five six to the point where I right, yo I gotta he's gonna at least, gonna at least pull like. With Simmons, they're letting him shoot, and he's not shooting. Yeah. So I feel you on that. I want to go back to the Lakers, though. So I I couldn't agree with you more, Nick, that they definitely got better, right? Like, they signed Wes Matthews for depth. I always like Wes Matthews. I feel West bad for him because he, he tore his Achilles. And, yeah. That's a, that's and, and that's a, what I'm saying. He never really got a good a good opportunity to go play with, like, a good team. I mean, the yeah. Bucks, yeah, but they had so many players similar to him. Mm. He, was Pat that, Connaughton, he, was on, he was on that DiVincenzo, team, that young Blazers team. That was, that was George Hill. Like, those are four guys, three guys I named yeah. that are just like him, you know? Like, he was on that Blazers team, but it wasn't the Blazers that we know. No, now. it wasn't. But it was no, fun yeah, to watch. It was before yeah. then. Yeah, it was before then. I was still Dame was still on that team. It was a young Dame. Yeah. So they get Gasol. They get they resign KCP Harold. They get KCP back. They get Schroeder, and then, they I, definitely I mean, they definitely got better. Yeah, and if you think about what they were, and they got Gasol too. You said Gasol. Yeah, right? I think just like losing Rondo is probably the biggest one that they lost. Besides that, I feel like you could replace everything with. I mean, yo, Danny Green was getting chewed up yeah. on social media about how bad he was in some mm. of those games with the Lakers. Mm. That's what he's there to do, though. Like rightfully so, he got every everything he got. He deserved not death threats and like stuff to his family. That's pat, that's over the line. But I mean, you're you're in the game to make open. Ju- he had a lot of open jump shots and missed. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the one that like hit off the back. <laughs> the back <laughs> was crazy. That was crazy. Oh, uh, all right, let me let me start running through some of these, and I want your thoughts on these. Um, one contract that I'm happy the Knicks didn't give is what's going on in Charlotte, man. Gordon Hayward, four for one twenty. He's made over two hundred. That's Chris's man's MJ. I don't know. Twenty. I love him. So yeah, MJ. Yeah, the, let's not get into this conversation. <laughs> well, first of all, LeBron would out GM MJ and with his eyes closed. Oh my god. Because LeBron's oh IQ is just yeah. I mean, well, it's okay. different because LeBron is still playing. But that's but you get what I'm saying. The team LeBron would make. Come on. Oh my god. So yo, Chris, four for one hundred and twenty million. How do you feel about this? I think it's a lot of money. Yeah, no, no shit. I think it's a lot. Even I think the, it's a, even I, the years. I think it's a lot of money. How old is Gordon Hayward now? Thirty, but he's really like thirty-four with some of these injuries that he's had. He's had some really bad luck with injuries. Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward in Utah deserves that money. The Gordon Hayward in Boston did not. Now, yo, so unfortunate for him yeah. and the Celtics, right? The first game he yeah. plays, he gets hurt like that. And also, it's Kyrie that against threw him Cleveland, the pass yep. against Cleveland. I remember it was a TNT game. Mm-hmm. And then, before you know it, not even two years later, both those guys aren't on the team anymore. Look, I'll say one thing about Gordon Hayward. I think, and I followed his career since he was a rookie, pretty much, even in, his, in, in college. Well, I remember him at right? Butler where he almost hit that shot that against Duke. That half-court shot against Duke, court, yeah. yeah. Right? I've, I've been following his career oh, that, since that then, That Final Four much. game was sick. Yeah. And um, he, you, not, he's not a player to count out, right? Or just because he got paid, he's not going to give it his all. He's going to come into shape this season and be in the best possible shape he can be in, 100%. And look... As he gets older, obviously, it, not obviously, but it will probably seem like they've overpaid him. But it's also going to give a sense of professionalism to that team. There's a lot of that team hasn't really done anything. 
He is an adult, right? Like you hear that guy. Yeah, around he, where yeah. If you have a young core, you need some veteran guys. Right. So I feel that. I don't feel that for thirty million dollars a year though. Right, but how much how much did Denver pay Paul Millsap? When they had him, I think when, it was with the young kids. two for tw- uh, two for forty was like the deal. He just when resigned. He, got, yeah, he, he just he, resigned for one year, right? What did he get for that one year? Ten. Ten. Okay. Yeah. Right. But at the time little. when he first got there, it was two for forty. So he was getting. So Gordon Hayward last I feel year. Like averaged, it might have been a little more, but. Do you know what he averaged last year? Just like give me a guess, like. I don't point, know, 13, point, Thirteen points a game. Seventeen and five. Seventeen and five. That's that's res- that's respectable. Look, I th- he for he 130 can, million, I I don't know about that, but I mean, he will produce. But though. he also can, he'll quietly go to, and give Charlotte what they need. And, and he know. won't and he won't be a head case either. He's that's not going mean. to be the he's guy like, go, give me my shots. He's, he's going to play he's his not role. that guy. That's that's Lamelo's team though. Like he that kid's a stud. And he's going to be a franchise player. And I said it too. I actually tweeted. I said I think in four years he'll be the face of the NBA. One of the faces of the you NBA. You think Lamelo in four years? One thousand percent. In one, in one of the in one of the faces within the four years of the NBA, hundred percent. Yeah, just go, to go back to that, you're right. It was three, it was three for ninety. Yeah, he got thirty he million a year. Yeah, thirty million a year. But they signed in to bring professionals into a young team. Yeah, and they, he did have a positive impact on those players. If you look at how it played out for Denver, you you would sign up for that because it helped mm-hmm. mature Murray and and Jokic, and then you had those playoff runs too. So now you're a very they got Michael Porter team. Jr. there now. Almost plays the same position forward. Yo, you like Lamelo that much? I do. I really do. You guys are gonna be shocked. What Damn. is it about him though? He could. He's just a. He's just a, a. A bucket. Like I'm telling you, he could. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. You know how Trey Young splashed onto the scene? That's literally gonna be Lamelo Ball. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. Trey Young's a ball. You think? I'm. I, I'm talking about. I'm not saying he's gonna be the initial he, he, impact in the wave. That's what I'm saying. Like how he came people. into Atlanta. You're like, oh shit, like. The teams that passed up on him, the Knicks were one of them, right? No. No? No, no, no. No, no, no. no the Trey Young. No, we did not pass on Trey Young. He it went, was the Kings. He went, he went fifth overall. It was actually, it was a, it was a swap. They, the Hawks had the third pick. Dallas had the fifth pick. Dallas wanted to move up. Wow, you have a really good memory. Yeah. No, yeah, that's right. So it was Aiton. So Aiton did. Aiton, Aiton and went and, number uh, one. The Kings were, were Bagley. With Bagley, yeah. Kicks um, Marvin Bagley. No, I, I think his impact will be. Um, like big right away on their team, one hundred percent. I don't think he's gonna make them a playoff team, but he's gonna go. He's gonna score. He's gonna and he's gonna he's gonna shock a lot of people. I'm telling mm. you. He, you gotta understand something too. Lamelo Ball, I mean Lonzo Ball, his older brother, who he's been scrimmaging against in his backyard since he was a baby, is a top defender in the NBA. And when they scrimmage and they play one on one, he's scoring buckets on him at will, like easily. And you now you think he's gonna match up against. Like James Harden or whoever, whatever guard is going to try and check him, you know, in in a in a, in a five on five, full court. Look, I don't know. You, if you'll you're be go, you're if gonna, you're going number surprised. three overall in the draft, right? You you obviously have talent. Should have went one. He was the best player in that draft, in my opinion. You think so? Hundred percent. Hmm. Okay, we'll see. You you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised. I'm telling you, he's going to be. He's one of my favorite players already. But you'll you'll see. I'm I'm looking at some of these contracts. Does anyone know what's going on in Detroit? Like these, some of these deals are Mason Plumlee three for twenty five. They you signed, <laughs> you signed Grant, Jeremy Grant. That was a that was a good pickup. I like him. But was it seventy two million four years? It was uh, three for sixty. Three for six. Three for sixty. Yeah. And they paid him like he was a superstar. Well, Yo, I heard something about Grant that Denver gave him the same money. 
but he'd have a lesser role on Denver. Like mm. He kind of wanted to be more of. He, he was man. a big piece for yeah. Denver. He was. Oh, yeah, he was a baller. Well, man. he was the he was the athletic piece in the front court that they don't have to. I mean, Michael well, Porter Michael Jr. Jr. Is now is going to step into that role. But can he play defensively? Played well in the bubble, right? Can right, he? Right, 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 can right. Michael Porter Jr. play defensively the way Jeremy Grant did? They, but he, he could he, score better than Jeremy Grant could. So you're going to upgrade somewhere. Yeah. You know, not everyone is going to is going to yeah. upgrade in every position. But I mean, he's a better scorer than Grant is. One thousand percent. Absolutely. Shoots yeah. better, can get to the basket yeah, but better. Is that what that, team, is that, what that team really needs, though? Scoring. That's also true. No, they but, they, but they knew what they were getting when they drafted. I feel him. like Grant is a more defensive presence. Than Absolutely, yeah. and that's what he's there for. He's yeah. an, he's an right. athletic, um, athletic wingman. I, that's a lot, and they had they have a lot of money tied up in in uh, in Blake Griffin too. Like, how old is Blake Griffin now? He's got to be thirty. Yeah, that was an awful, awful um, contract. Well, the Clippers signed him, and then offloaded him to Detroit. And Derrick Rose is still there, right? Uh, I don't know if Derek Rose is there. Or is he on? So yeah, he's on. He's on Griffin the is gonna be thirty-one hmm. this year. Yeah, well, he's on the last year of his deal that he had with the Clippers. So his last year of his deal. Yeah, so he he might be a guy that might get moved, right? Like you may on his last year of his deal. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. You always see that, like a guy gets expiring contract, like a rental sort of. That's that's why someone that's like like a Grant is a perfect example. Like he's a defensive presence. But the Nuggets aren't a defensive team. They're they're an offensive team. Mm-hmm. Like it's very rare that you're gonna get a team that's like a all well rounded defensive team. Like the Celtics, they're a good like well rounded defensive mm-hmm. team. You got the Lakers were a good round defensive team. They the, were. the Raptors when they beat the Warriors and the, you know they were a good round defensive team. And they were too. But yeah. what it comes down to is, and always in basketball will be offensive offensively in buckets. I stand corrected. He has two years left on his deal. He has a player option for next year, which is going to million, exercise. Which, yeah, yeah. He's spoiler going, breaking news. He's, he's gonna going accept to that. exercise. Mm-hmm. Yo, those are my favorite headlines, bro. Yeah. It's like Andre Drummond accepts the player option. Right. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, Who's gonna give him twenty nine million dollars? Yeah. A one dimensional center. Yo, I didn't like that contract for like guys like Drummond from the beginning, man. Mm-hmm. And I get why you give it to him if you're Detroit, but. And they let Wood go. How do you let Wood go? How do you yeah. how do you take Plumlee over been, Wood? That's been, essentially what they did. Tell us about Wood, bro, because you this is like the fourth mention, not on the podcast about Wood, but since we all got here that mm. you were talking about. He's a stud. I, this year. I picked a, him up in basketball. He was like he was crushing it for me. So he's gonna he, kill it in that system. Yeah, no, he's a stud. Like the the well, I mean we'll see Tony's not there. We'll no see more. what system they actually That's run. a good right, point. Right. That's a good yeah. point. But I mean in terms of like he's just a stretch big man. Like he he can he can play on the block a little bit. He can step out and shoot it. He can shoot the three. He's a gr- he's a really good block. Um, he uh, put up phenomenal numbers in like what fifteen games, twenty games. Mm-hmm. It was phenom- phenomenal numbers. Yeah. Can he do it for a whole season? Maybe. No, this is his third season. I think. I don't know for a full season. Oh, oh yeah, for a full season. Well, I think he's like? a good player. I think he's a yeah. good player. So, but and I, and I think this is the opportunity to to show people in the NBA that he's the real deal. Yeah. I like him. I'm big on him. I was telling Josh when yeah. when the Pistons didn't resign him. I'm like, yo, he's like, bro, he was agreeing. He's like, yo, I, I have no idea what they're doing. That's just typical Pistons. Yeah, I don't know why the Pistons let him go. Though, to yeah, your point. Make to any your sense. point exactly, Nick. Yeah. Like, I, I would have for what it, to I, get Plumley. Like, it, if <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe look, maybe pay him a little more because there is that state tax difference in in yeah. in, uh, in Texas. So he he's getting a you know there's a difference there in like the the. The percentage he actually, he actually cleans, but you know, I still would pay him a slightly more to keep a guy like that. 
That's all upside. You you don't you, you don't let go of young guys like that. A young stud, I'm you telling you. You don't let go of young possibles. Yeah. Possibles. That, that guy was a diamond in no, the rough. He, on he, yeah, he's he was playing like a stud. The tax thing. I'm aware I'm about to say something really dumb. No. So I'm explaining this. People people think about that, you think, when they're Absolutely. in the contract? 100%. Absolutely. So My, what, what if... Miami's the best place to go play. Yeah, but Miami's also like a good team, though, and like they have a culture. So I'm oh, saying... I like, was just saying in general, like for any, baseball, any, too, because the Marlins any of the Any of the Texas teams, the last 20 years would have been good to play for. Dallas, San Antonio, or Houston. They were all pretty good teams. The San Antonio had a very, very, very good teams. Dallas also won a chip, and they were... All, all three of those teams were like 50 win teams for so, multiple. So, so, what about like Orlando? They don't got taxes down in Florida like that. No, they don't. So, like, is Orlando is what I'm trying to ask and what I'm trying to get at because I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> bail myself out of this one because I realized yeah. how dumb it was. But if, if Orlando is a destination and Orlando wants you, do you want to go to a team that's going to win 28 games even though you get more money because um, of the tax thing? I mean, you, you weigh that. You, you, you know, that's weighed into you, the decision. You weighed into your decision. And you're like, I'm going to make a little bit more money net, but I'd rather be in this situation or in this city. That depends. Like That's on you to make that decision. But, you know, certain states have competitive advantages that other ones don't. Sometimes it's state tax. Sometimes it's, it's the city. Right. You know? Man, that's so... It, it, puts, it puts teams in such a hole then. Because you have to have one or the other, right? Like, yeah, look, it, you, you it, it makes it makes it harder for. That's why the NBA has made it much easier to keep your draft picks because they don't want talent leaving the smaller cities who don't have the competitive advantage. Yeah, that's where the supermax deal came into play to keep your guy. Right, if he makes yeah. Right, like because a star player will just walk and go to a bigger. Not, not, now that doesn't happen. Like with we spoke on the, about this before with social media, obviously. Um, you you don't need to be in a big market to be a big market player anymore. Mm. You can be a big market player in a small market, right, right, right. With social media, but you know it, it's it it a lot of the rules in the NBA and the contracts have been changed to benefit the smaller market teams to keep their stud players in the draft. Because to just to get a player like you know. Anthony Davis on on the Pelicans, right? Generational player. Um, the rules were meant to keep him there as long as possible. If you could only keep a player like that for four years and then have to reset your entire system, you, you know, it, I think the Pelicans are probably the smallest market team in the NBA, if not one of the smallest, for sure. I think New Orleans is one of the smallest market teams in the okay, NBA. OKC's so got to be right there, too. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, 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 they, some of these cities are at disadvantages for sure, you know, because people love to live in LA, right? Yeah, Miami too. Same people thing. love to live in California, period, mm-hmm. right? Miami, people love to live in Miami, and it's got the state tax difference. New York City is New York City. It'll always be in New York City. It's like if you make it in New York City, if, if you're the guy in New York City, the first and be like the first forever. stud player who wins a championship in New York City is gonna be a le- like the oh, legend, yeah, like the legend. Like it won't yeah. matter. I might yeah, na- like, I might name my son after him. Yeah, like in like a city it, like New York, you're, you're in such a hellhole because you have the tax situation and the organization blows. Yeah, but you're gonna make. And the ridiculous. media here is you're worse make than anywhere in the world. Ridiculous money on your endorsements. If you're the biggest player in the Knicks and you are, that's and also you're winning. You'll make it up. On, you'll make it up on the back end. Oh my god! 
But uh, and but, you'll always have what, a job. But what about the media? And it, it, you always yeah. have a you yeah. oh, look at guys like Victor Cruz and and like uh, you know Michael Strahan. Strahan the, bro. Look at yeah. these guys. Yeah, they, yeah. they're legends. A Rod too. A Rod too. A Rod. For, for these guys. My grandma was like, "Oh, he's from the Good Morning America." I was like, no, yeah. he's a legend. <laughs> yes. he's a yeah, he's a Super yeah, Bowl yeah. champion." But I'm right? saying, you see how it's it's a he appeals market. to every crowd, a, right? And they get and they can dabble in fashion. They can dabble in in media. They can dabble in anything in your in, in New York City, and that's not necessarily true in other. That's cities. a really good point. That's a really good point. But the other thing too, though, it has its pros and cons. The media here is oh, worse the media, yeah, I mean, it tears apart, it like, rips apart players. Like it, the like media they, they, drives players out. Absolutely, so you need you, to be that's why, pe- that's why I think Katie. I mean, Katie came to New York, but he didn't come to New York. He went he, to Brooklyn. He, it's so a different. Yeah, there's, 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 the, there's a difference. There's huge. There is a difference. It says Brooklyn on the jersey. It doesn't say New York. Yeah, it's a huge difference. It's a big right? difference. That's one. They're not going to get the scrutiny the way the Knicks do. That's what I'm saying. The way the Knicks, a Knicks player would have got. Of course not. Of course not. But that a lot of that has to do with KD. I think like he's sensitive, <laughs> making burner accounts, tweeting at people. You know, no, like yeah. it was. I think it was that like, definitely played into his decision. It was. Um, I think Fat Joe was like, "Yo, he's not built to be in New York." So not a lot and of people. And they were like, are. "Yo, Brooklyn." He's like, "Nah, nah, I'm talking about being a yeah. Nick." Yeah, like there's certain there's a certain type of like mentality. There's, you got to be a certain type of player to play in New York. Period. Right. It's really easy to get distracted in New York City. Hmm. It's so easy, too. yeah. Right? You know, especially when you make that that big money and you're like, oh, I'm the man in the city now, and like, you know, you're going to Fashion Week and you're going to these, you know, beautiful restaurant. I mean, not not anymore, obviously, but uh, when life was normal, could go to very Tony's. easy you could go to, to Tony's get, place, right? Very, yeah, there you go, Tony's place. But yeah, even them, like if you're a professional athlete, I'm sure that like any restaurant will open up for you too. So you still have the perks. You might not have the people, right? But what I mean is the flash, right? Right. right I hear flash, what you're saying. Yeah. Right, and it, you get that in other cities too, not just New York City. I mean, we're from New York, so we know New York. You get, yeah, but the, it's also known as the city. It, like yeah. wherever you go, you're like, yo, I'm from the city. Like, oh, yeah. so you're from New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was at a frat party in Buffalo and. They're like, oh, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from the city. And they're like, oh, like downtown Buffalo? I was like, no. <laughs> I said something really wild. Could you imagine? For that, but I was yeah. like, no, I'm from like the city is New York City. When yeah. you go to Vegas, yeah, and you yeah. tell people like, yeah, I'm from the city, from New York. They're like, oh, shit. I, like, you get it. Mm-hmm. This is like ignorant, too, because I went upstate and like you're from the city. It's the same thing. No one would ever refer to like buffalo like as a city in buffalo you're like i didn't even know there was a city in buffalo like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about yo i love buffalo man i don't want to trash them though all right look it, it took it took long enough for us to talk about the knicks mm. and for for as much as people might be angry about talking about a shitty team look they are the most profit not profitable but they're the most valuable team on forbes and that's they, right say it proudly baby yeah they, they've been one of the worst <laughs> franchises in the last 20 years the only thing they'll ever be first in in a long time i tell you let's <laughs> let's talk about westbrook where are you in the sense of him coming here are you for it or against it Nick? of course i'm for it i'm absolutely against it okay and, and on I the think, record and I, and I think anybody that's against it is out of their mind. Okay, then I'm out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, obviously. Well, let's, let's discuss this. Why are you for it? Because I'm, this is, this is where I'm at. I think if, if you could keep, like, I still like R.J. Barrett. I'm not ready to give up on him. He's not the answer. He's also, what, 20? If that, yeah, 21, I think. Nah, he's, I, I'm pretty sure he's like 20. Okay. So he's still a young guy. Second mm-hmm. year in the league. 
You got to give him a chance. Shitty situation. You got to give the kid a chance. What's the best that he would do, though? He would never come close to being a good as, a, as good as a player as Westbrook, though. And you know that for a fact. What's you Westbrook going to do for you? He's going to make our team better. What do you mean? What is he going to do? He's going to draft. He's going to he's going to make the Knicks a playoff team instantly. As soon as it, the second he signs his name on a contract with the New York Knicks, we become a playoff team. I agree with that, but I want to go back to Why RJ. would you not want that? Or, or just a player like RJ. Why are you so quick to just let go of a dude who is so highly touted? And I'm quick to let go of a player like that. So if I'm um, the GM for the Knicks, did I pull anything out? When I no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> if I'm the GM for the Knicks, I'm saying everybody is on the on the table and available for the trade for Westbrook except Mitchell Robinson. I think you keep Mitchell Robinson. I'm, I'm bigger on Mitchell Robinson than I am RJ. Mm. Um RJ Barrett to me. Yo, there's no one that I talk to about basketball that's big on Mitchell Robinson outside of Knicks fans. Really? Yeah. That's weird to me. Yeah, that's he's weird. A, he's very good. I, the only thing. No, I get that, but like the idea of him being sort of untouchable in this situation. I, I disagree with that. I've spoke to some. I'm, Danny and I are actually in a sl- uh, Slack basketball chat for DFS. And there's some really like guys in there that we, we talk up uh, basketball sometimes. And we were talking about a trade. I was talking to some kid in there the other day about like a Knicks trade. And he was saying, he agreed with me. He's like, I think RJ Barrett would be untouchable. Everybody, I mean, Mitchell Robinson uh-huh. is untouchable. Everybody else is, is, is available, should be available in that mm-hmm. trade. And it's not that I'm quick to give up RJ, but it's like a team is going to want a young talent. So like you would that. give up RJ in the trade for Westbrook? Is that what you're trying to Absolutely. say? Absolutely. Absolutely not. But like, like, so you're so big a on RJ and swearing. It's not by that him. I'm so big on RJ. It's the fact that he's on a rookie scale contract and he's not getting paid the money Westbrook is. It doesn't align with the rest of the contracts you have on your team. It doesn't align with the players you have on your team. So you with me, your plan, what's your, your plan? plan. Give, no, no. I was just gonna ask you because right? I, I, my your plan, plan for the Knicks my is to plan, stockpile assets. No, stockpile my, assets. My plan, That's it. My plan is to get Westbrook. For whoever whoever they want, RJ, for whoever, what? Frank Nilakina, whatever. To so take away shots from from the players you're trying you're trying no, to, to make our team to make our team a playoff team and competitive no, now. No, because want, so what's your plan? You're gonna have RJ. You're gonna keep him. You're gonna you're for gonna, what four more years? What's he gonna? He's gonna no, be an no, average no, no, player. You, you, no, no, this is what's gonna happen. You're gonna you're gonna keep stockpiling draft picks. You're gonna take on bad contracts to get more draft. We picks. can't draft. You want to get draft picks? The Knicks can't draft. No, but you don't need to. Draft. You can trade those draft picks. I also think you the, can trade draft picks. In the in the future, right? But you need to stockpile now to have those options. Period. End of story. Like the you also the draft picks you bring in Westbrook here to the Knicks right now is going to make them a better team. Correct? Absolutely. Okay. You don't think so? I, I agree. Okay. It will make them a better team. Okay. A playoff, What's gonna a playoff have, team. Okay. Not a better, What's going to happen to the value of the Knicks draft picks in the future years? Westbrook is here. They're going to go down because then they get worse draft picks in the lottery. They're not going to get you to get a generational player. You need to be really bad. We have you need to be really bad. You, you need to get a Trey Young or to get a or to get. I'm not saying you know to get a Luka Doncic or to get to draft an Anthony Davis to draft a LeBron. You got to be in the top. And three I or can five. name players that were drafted later in rounds. Right. Kawhi Leonard, uh, Draymond Green. Those He's are, a system those player. I, just, but I understand that. More times than not, what but, Chris is saying, I kind of agree with him. Where you need to be. Closer to the top five than you do right, 25. and I, like I'm saying, percentage drafted the next generational talent. The Knicks can't draft, man. Right, that's why. That's why if you get the number one pick, it's a consensus number one pick, and you know who to draft. It's not going to make a mistake. <laughs> right, you can't make a well, mistake. Well, you would right. think that I'm. Uh, yeah, we'll mistake, leave it up to the Knicks, and they would. You know, they would too. Like, I'm just. It doesn't make sense to me at all. 
everyone there's a lot of Nick fans that I know that are against it and I just don't understand Nick fans are the worst fan uh, I, I I respect your basketball opinion mm-hmm. always I always have you too mm-hmm. but Nick fans I think in general are just stupid like they don't understand like Spike Lee I think is the worst like you they don't understand they don't they don't get it like, I think we're just starving to be good so we try to which is why you get a lot of desperation which is why you would get a superstar and you bring in a superstar still in his prime it's still in his prime why would you not why would you not want that because, you, because you're worried about okay. five years from now, I'm worried who, about now. Who would I you, might not be alive in five okay, years. Okay, who would you pair Westbrook with? Mitchell I'm, Robinson. I'm that, that's already there. M- M- yeah, Mitchell Robinson, and then you'd have to you'd have to get some free agents. You have to figure something out. I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly right now. Yeah. So so okay. So let's say all right. So let's say we'll, we'll mock up a trade really quick. So you do Westbrook for R.J. Barrett. Who else do you think they would? I don't even know who else would they would want. Randall. They don't. Who like? I don't even know what the trade would be. Look, for Randall. An, you know what an I mean? extra like, time out every half for Randall. Yeah. Look, I, I just think it does not align with the plan. The plan right now is to stockpile picks. You, you know what? You know what happened to you, Chris? This is what happened to you. You became too patient. Too patient. You're waiting. Well, here's the plan. This is the plan now. It's a five year plan, bro. We've been on a five year plan for the last five years yeah, and the five years keep, before that. We keep hiring GMs who who fuck it up. Right. I'm sorry. But how many the, all the GMs who've been on the Knicks, I'm sorry, have fucked it up. Absolutely. When they did I the agree. whole, what, what, honestly, Phil Jackson. Right. You you guys love the fact that we signed Derek Rose. I didn't. Rose. I didn't. Who, who, everyone general, everyone I spoke yeah. to. Oh, right, 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 everyone right. I spoke to. Again, Nick fans. Love. Stupid. The they fact that we we had gotten Derek Rose and and signed Joakim Noah. We're still paying his contract, Joakim Noah. Like, I love Joakim Noah as, as a player. Yo, he he had played like, a third of the season, the season before, and he had missed multiple games the year before that, and and I'm like, yo, they just signed this guy to seventy two million dollars. Yeah, this guy's not gonna play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy's not gonna play. And and Derrick Rose, for all that he is, yes, I'm I'm really happy the guy's resurrected his career, but he wasn't the answer. Yeah, no, he I'm wasn't the answer. And like, you did all that to do what? All that, all that, all, you you traded away assets, and you did all, and and, and you. You took up cap you, space. I tell you who. You took up cap space. To draft Frank Nilakina. That's who. He's right. going to save the, he's gonna save the franchise. What does that mean? That's the draft pick they got. With all that, they finally, they waited or whatever, and then they, right. went, they drafted him, what, 17 overall? Right. 11 overall? No, Nilakina was 8. 8, eight or eight, 9, yeah. Eight, he was, yeah, I think it was digits. 7 to 9 around there. I thought he was 11. Close 7 enough. to 9 there, yeah. Well, I think, that was sarcasm, by the way. Yeah, no, That was I got sarcasm. That. No, I got that. But scrub. I, Frank Nilekina. Yo, I, I think I think though with with every regime you have to give them a chance. Like I get what you're saying. You're just frustrated, which oh. I, every every Nick fan is. But, it's, but not, every it's not it's not just frustration though. It's common sense. But if I'm the GM of the Knicks, I'm like, why am I going to trade for Westbrook? Why wouldn't you? Because because you want to give up R.J. Barrett. That's why R.J. Barrett. I'm not saying R.J. Barrett's a bum, but Westbrook is a ten out of ten. I'm mm-hmm. taking Westbrook over him. I'm taking Westbrook over R.J. Barrett with one AC. Is Westbrook a better player than R.J. Barrett? Yeah, I mean, yes, he is, obviously. Yeah, but he it doesn't it doesn't it just doesn't. The like, Knicks aren't a playoff team with R.J. Barrett. The Knicks will be a playoff team with Westbrook. Simple math. Yeah, like but are I, you trying to be a playoff team? Or are you trying to win a championship? I'm trying to win a championship. Okay. And in order to do, to win a championship, you need to get into the playoffs, and that's not going to happen with the team we have now. If right. you get Westbrook, we will. Right, but the worst place to be in the NBA is in the middle. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I agree with that, but I also disagree too because you said something like that, like when the Hawks with Teague Horford and Joe Johnson and them. Yeah, which which was something that I've been saying for years, and it comes off completely terrible. In that text. was brutal. Yeah, but yeah. I, I got, I, but what I'm saying is is what Chris just mentioned now, where 
I would rather if if I'm gonna compete to be a seven seed, bro, I don't want that. Whether I'm the Knicks or any franchise, like I don't want that. I don't want to be the magic where I make the seven seed and I win one game against the Raptors and then I'm not competitive or anything. Like I don't think you build that way. So I rather suck and get a chance to have a possibility at a player of that level. I get it. But also, like, it, it's it's that's not gonna happen. It really quick. It's a superstar league. There's about six how do of you them, get, six or seven. But how do you get superstars? By signing them in free agency, or or, or, or trading for them, or or, or okay, and, okay. So the last two, number two, number three, you just said, yeah. Number two and three, you just said, yeah. Two, you said was trading for them. Yes. How do you trade for players? Stockpiling draft picks. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. How do you tra- how do you get players in the draft? With high draft picks, how do you do that? You got to be bad. Yeah. So those two, two and three, you just said, got drafted in the top five in like what the last ten years? I could probably. I mean, like, I give me a list. Like, there's a million guys. A million? There's not. There's not a million superstars in the NBA. There's a good, I'd say, seven superstars in the NBA right now. Superstars, legit, bona fide superstars. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me you're gonna draft one within the next five years? Are you? Come on. Are you nuts? The Are next you, five what? years? Look, there's no way. If you had a top three pick this year, you could have got Lamelo Ball, and you were so you were hyped. Absolutely, about him, absolutely. Right? He's gonna be a star. He's, the, the, he's the next thing, right? And you know what? The next had he's a chance to thing. move up. The Knicks could have packaged up a, a pick or both of their and picks or whatever. Up. Probably and made could've. a move to get him, but you Probably know what? They didn't because they're the Knicks. That's why they didn't do it. The one thing I I disagree with you the most, I think, is I'm a little more patient with you're like chris that's what i'm saying you've become yeah, too patient no, no, but, but, I, but it's, it's a new gm it no, no, guys that's not that's not what i'm in referencing to i'm saying just we're using rj baird and we're using the knicks but this goes to like a lot of different fan bases it's guys like that like bro he's in his second he's entering his second year you're, 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 ta- you're taking this as rj barrett slander from me and it's not at all well but the like reason, he's a guy that everyone is saying rebuild around, and that's not the guy you rebuild well, around. You don't, How long have the Knicks been rebuilding? No, no, no. But you you don't know whether he is the guy to rebuild around or not. I do know. I've seen him play, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. Not only have I seen him play, the Knicks coaching misused him last year. What do you do? You sign Alfred Payton, right, from a free agent. Mm-hmm. You, you pick up Al Payton, a point guard. You 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 you. That's um, never happened before. I don't know who this number is. Call me. No, all good. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. You draft all these point guards. In a year like last year was was a waste because what you do is you see what R.J. Barrett has. You let him run point guard for 82 games straight, let him play 36 minutes, and let's see what we have. I agree with you. And they misused him. So now what are you going to do with R.J.? You're going to try and bring pieces in to, to move around. Like, you don't know what you really have with R.J. Well, that's, I, that's what I, yeah, I'm but I think I, I don't think Thibodeau's the coach who's going to let R.J. just— He's not. No, I, I think he's going to make him earn his minutes, and that's a good thing. It is. That's a but good thing. But also, when you when you get drafted, what did he get drafted again? Top five? Three. Who's three? All right, he's a top three draft three. pick. When you're a top three draft pick in the NBA, especially going to the New York Knicks, that's an old school way, yeah, earn your minutes. But last year, he should have he should have been playing 36 minutes a game for 82 games straight just to see what we have and just mm-hmm. give him the keys and be like, yo, just go. You have Alfred Payton started like a handful of games. Dennis mm-hmm. Smith Jr. started a handful of games. You got all these guards. We drafted him. Let's see what we have with him. That's what yeah, I they definitely should have given him. I don't think they should have throw him out there, but I think you definitely. No, you throw him out. There. I, I think he definitely needed more. Just like Trey Young, his rookie year when he was getting abused, but he's going out there and he's getting 50, 40. You know, he's going crazy. That's exactly what RJ Barrett should have been. Yeah, maybe RJ's not there yet. 
No, I'm I'm not talking about the point scored. I was just right. giving you an example. He should have just been on the floor for that time. Right. So we see what we have. Just like Tua with the Dolphins. I know it's a little off topic, but just let him play. We need to see what we have. Mm. They didn't let him do that. They had other old veteran guards come in and play instead of him. Like and moved him to the point guard. Uh, moved him to the shooting guard. Or the th- like it just didn't make sense to me. It's like moving backwards. That's what I'm saying. You're like be patient. Be patient for what though? Like they're they're they have nothing to show. I'm saying for. be patient on the trade market. I'm saying be patient with the I've draft picks. I've been patient picks. the last eight years, Chris. Since Melo left, I've yeah, been but trying that, to be patient. Yeah, but the mistake is trying to plug holes for short term for short term gain. That's the that's the mistake. And they've done the Knicks have done that over and over and over again. If, that's if, been the mistake. If they get Westbrook for three years or four years, and we we try an experiment, I don't think that's going to set them back. You get Westbrook. It right? will set them back. You I'm get not Westbrook. Against, I'm not against. It will Westbrook. set them back because they're going to make they're going to have more wins i'm against westbrook at the expense of guys like rj and mitchell robinson we're we're not going to draft i think those guys are building blocks because you kind of were in a way making my point a little bit clearer in the sense that i'm not ready to give up on rj because of the situation that he was in last year like you're playing Mm -hmm. all these other guys over him where i'm with you bro like me i think the craziest thing that we do is Number one, we crown players way too early, and I'm at fault for that for sure. Absolutely. And then we also tear them down way too quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm not tearing. I didn't say anything I'm, bad about RJ. No, Barrett. no, I'm talking about just a general. general talking about general. Right? Right, right, like, right. no, I agree. Like I agree. Three games into it, Herbert is the next Pat Mahomes. He struggles against Buffalo. Oh, he's overrated. It's like, mm. bro, come on. Can we give the guy more than fucking? Three I texted snaps? you about that about Tua. Remember, like two, three weeks ago. I yeah. said he's a bummer or whatever. Well, but. Tua, going back to him, like he's a very polarizing figure in the nfl community right now because there's some people think that he's overrated and then there's some people like me who i'm like yo bro he's played three and a half games mm, let him play yeah let him prove like, himself we, i want you to go out there and and he fuck made up. some nice throws yeah but yeah. you have some to nice bro throws. You, yo you're a young dude you gotta go out there and fuck up you need to go and shoot seven of 21 not that's, every game that's what i'm saying the play what i was trying to get at just like any type of work field, the playing experience, he needed that one year of experience under his belt to make those mistakes and get it out of his system. So now you're going to have a second-year player that's still like wishy-washy and you really don't know what you're going to get. And mind you, by the way, you want to draft within the next five years, the Knicks won't draft a player within the next five years that'll be better than Westbrook ever was at any point in his career. And I can guarantee you that. And we can make a bet on anything right now. So yeah, I don't, but that I don't, you want to wait about the draft. I don't think that's fair because you're looking at Westbrook's peak athletic i said at any point in his career right but we've already seen and he's still that. in his prime where was westbrook drafted nick he was like fourth overall yeah he? top top five okay top five okay there's my point done yeah okay it's done i mean that's it okay so and who did it when did it when was the next when when did the Knicks last time have a top five pick rj barrett <laughs> okay yeah, and that was the year Zion went number one overall. Yeah, it was it was it was um. And and then we had a chance at getting a player. But like that was Zion. Two, that was two years ago, right? That draft was two years ago. Yeah, we had a chance at getting a player like Zion. Zion Barrett, Cam Reddish, the, all those Duke, the Duke. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that I would be with the new regime, who. I've never heard people talk about the guys that the Knicks have in place now as high as they have for this unit. Hmm. Like Rose, uh, Leon Rose, mm-hmm. like this or this crop of guys that are controlling the team, 
Uh, amongst NBA is, circles, like people are like, "Yo, finally, you guys made a good did move. something right." I agree with that, and so that's, that's why where all this, all this, so all this negative stuff and all this frustration that I'm pinning out is right now is from last year. It's not about these guys going this right. Season, that's I why haven't, you got to give I these guys a seen you gotta, season yet. You, I know. I'm just you got to give Leon Rose a chance. If you have a chance to get Westbrook, I guarantee you, Leon Rose would agree with me. But he does, and he's not. It, he's not going to get free, the free eight, it, well it depends what the rockets are asking for. I don't think he's going to I don't think he would go after I mean I hope he won't I just I, just I hope he doesn't why. but I don't think he will Why like it does the, 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 no one in the next 5 years or however many years you want How do you know that pick, though I just know I just know I swear to god I just know <laughs> I've just been I've just been do, I've just it's weird, man. I'm so I hate giving answers like this, but I see both sides so clearly. Uh, I'm I, with I you. Like know. I want, I want Russ to come, but I don't want to give up on these guys. Would I love to see Westbrook in a Knicks jersey? Absolutely. Would it? Does it make sense to bring Westbrook to the Knicks? Absolutely not. Completely Absolutely disagree. not. I completely disagree. Let's. I want to end with this one because there's two teams that I really like what they did this you want off a guard season. That can't shoot. And uh, I know Westbrook. Westbrook's not the best shooter, but Westbrook is a superstar. He's not a shooter. Westbrook's a superstar, though. I didn't say he wasn't. Mm. The Suns and the Hawks, I feel like, made the most they splash. The, they had the best off seasons. The sure. Hawks, I think, did the best. So the Hawks got overall wise, Gallinari. Gallinari. They got Bogdanovich, and they got Rondo. Rondo. He's gonna mentor Trey Young, right? And then they got they still got Trey Young, John Collins, and Capella. No, Cam Reddish. They still have Capella, didn't they? Trade for Capella. Yeah, and Herder. Love Herder. Him. All, all the, NBA Twitter first German teamer. sniper. And the kid they drafted too. That 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 big man is pretty good. What's um, his name? Yeah, I would randomly randomly hit up MP. I'd be like, Yo, if you're starting a franchise right now, how untouchable is Herder? Because he loves Herder. But like NBA, NBA Twitter, like it's a guy who like the advanced analytics people, they fucking love him. Yeah. He's like, but yo, he's a good player. I, I know I'm not really going out on a limb by saying this because the East is so bad, but they should be a playoff team, no? Mm-hmm. Hawks, yeah, absolutely. The, and, Haw- and the Hawks, absolutely. And this is exactly what you want. You want Trey Young to get that playoff experience. You have a guy like Rondo to mentor him, and you got like Gallinari's been around, bro, and he's like a pros pro mm-hmm. and Bogdanovich Trey, is going to fit smoothly with them it's spacing, gonna, it's going gonna, back to spacing it's going to open about? up the floor for Trey Young 100% apparently they signed him to, they told Gallo he's coming off the bench and he's okay with that yeah as he should be well I mean, they threw him fucking 20 20 and a half million yeah they said you're going to mm-hmm. come I mean he'd probably start hand, games when you when watch him play you watch him play in the bubble time, he'll he's be out awful. there though he's awful who Gallinari. Gallinari's awful? It's terrible. I watched him play in the bubble. He's garbage. He's Chris, garbage. I, I watched every single bubble game because I was playing FanDuel and I played Gallinari multiple times. It's a nights. small sample couldn't size. Hit. It's not a small sample size. The, Eight games is not a small sample even size? Even before then. Even before then. The whole season before then. What was it? Like a, a half season they played? Where did they play? He was, up, up he until was, March. Same, he was good, man. He was I good. wouldn't say good. Good is, good is too much credit. He, he, had, a, he had a... Pull up the stats. Okay. What do you think? He had, a, he, had a, he, had a, he had a bad year last year. What He's coming think, off uh, of uh, nineteen point two and five. Nineteen points a game, five rebounds a game. What did he shoot? Forty three like, point. Forty three yeah, from the three. 
And what was his look, three point percentage? Look, look what at his, his three point percentage. That I don't have in front of me. Do they have? Do they have the um, the games he played in the bubble? No, no that's that's just, you can't take eight eight games and say that's the player. I think that's a nice signing for them. And coming off the bench, bro, that ain't the Hold worst on. thing ever. Hold on. Like, yeah, yo, well, no, well, that's why he got de- he I've got delegated to the bench. He's not a starter anymore. It's the point I'm trying to make. He's not. He's not the player. He could have gone somewhere and been a starter. Right. If you if you don't think he's good enough to be a starter, do you think he's good enough to be out there with like five minutes left? It depends how the game's going. Yeah. If they need extra shooting. Yeah, I think from again going back to what you said. Look, he had he had his last two seasons. He was twenty points. Yeah, he's he's going to open up the floor. Twenty points a game, nineteen points a game, forty three percent from three, forty percent from three. I want to see his bubble numbers. Yo, you about. can't take eight games and call it the, the. You can't take a sample size like that and call it the the um, a, a sample I, size I that small how, is not representative of the player. I just remember how bad he was. Yeah, there's there's two two trades I definitely want to talk about before we wrap up. Why did they make the playoffs? Hmm? Why they didn't get in? He was on Ooh. the Thunder last year, right? Oh, okay, so he did make the playoffs. Who did they play in the first round? They played Houston. He played more than eight games. You seen him play in those playoff series? Can you check the playoff? Can you? That's what I want the playoff numbers. And we'll talk about forty eight percent from three and averaging nineteen points a game. Pull those fucking playoffs numbers. Okay. Up. Where you get paid to perform in the playoffs, not the regular season. Yeah, but I think I think for them though, what they're trying to do is to get to the playoffs, and I think he's a guy where he's not going to be relied on that much. And you I'm not still, asking. I'm not asking for him to be. Uh, you oh, can, you're, t- you're talking about for the Hawks. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, for the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what we're, we're talking about, Gallinari going to the Hawks, and why he got delegated to the bench because he's not the same player he once was, and he should have been on the bench because his playoff performance was awful. Chris, how do you feel about the package for Drew Holiday? I think that was insane. I'm sorry. That I, I almost fell out of my chair when I read that. That's a lot, man. I almost fell out of my chair when I read that. And that could look bad if Giannis is like, yo, I'm out no, after this. No, bad? You, you're being nice. Yeah. If Giannis does not resign with the Bucks, the Bucks will be in an eternal, eternal, like, like I, I don't know how many draft picks have traded away in the past three years. Trying to build up this team, but if this flops, I don't know when they're they're, they're going to be set up, set back probably seven years. They got fleeced the Bucks. They're going to be set back seven years for sure. If Giannis doesn't resign on that team, then you're left with a bunch of pretty good players, and that's it. That's it. They need more too. They because they were banking on getting Bogdanovich and he didn't sign. That was like a guarantee. They like guaranteed it like almost yeah. like he was. Are gonna go there. That was like, a nah, weird. That was weird. I would much botch. rather go play with Atlanta anyway. That was a very weird botch sign and trade. Yeah, that was very weird. Yo, that's a. I like Drew Holiday. I like him too. He's a great player. Right, right. I, I'm not saying anything against him. I'm talking I'm about the trade value that the Pelicans were able to get. Talk about rebuilding this guy. What's his name? The GM on uh on the Pelicans. It's the guy that was with the Cavs. Right, isn't it Ryan Griffin? Yeah, Ryan, is it Ryan Griffin? Griffin. Yeah, Griffin. Yeah. I, be, I believe. What a, I mean, this guy's him and Presti have been crushing it. Dave, he's been he's been crushing. It. I got to give it to him. I saw there was a meme that it was like, uh, it's like the twenty twenty four draft is going to be Pelicans Thunder, Pelicans Thunder. It's just going to flip flop for like the yeah, first twenty I, picks. 
Absolutely. These the guys... Thunder have 17 first-round picks over the next six years. It's wild. <laughs> That's OD, bro. But again, it's it's like to get to get generational pieces, like you said, that's gonna be hard for them. I, I think you gotta wait and see. If you're Milwaukee, you couldn't give up that kind of deal for like Bradley Beal. You don't think Bradley Beal who would you for take? Four first round picks. Bradley Beal or Drew Holiday? I'm well, taking I'm taking Drew Holiday because he's a better defender. He's a better two way defender. And Bradley Beal isn't a shot creator. Drew Holiday. I mean, I mean playmaker is what I mean. Sorry, Drew Holiday is more of a point guard. He'll set the table. He'll set your team up. You know, he'll take the pressure off of Giannis. Bradley Beal is more of a is more of a shooting guard. Hmm. Now, are you factoring in the injury concerns that people have with Drew? Because I think that's you have the same ones with Bradley Beal. I think. I mean, it warranted. He hasn't had the injuries last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I'm not he, knocking Bradley Beal. By the way, I, I love he's Bradley. an exceptional three point shooter. Got snubbed. He's from an the exceptional game. player, man. Yeah. He can he can score. He, no, he, he he's not. But he, if you're asking, I'm in terms of fitting Milwaukee. I'm taking Drew. I think it, I'm it, taking it Bradley better. Beal. Yeah, of course. I think I'm taking Bradley Beal. All right, the last one I want to talk about is it, it wouldn't work. Chris Paul, Beal. Chris Paul going to the Suns. I love that team. I love that Phoenix Suns team. I. I think the person who D benefits book is the his most, guy, and I love D book. Yeah, uh, he's the, he's a baller. But you know who that's going to help the most is Aiden. Aiden, Aiden Aiden's going to average Aiden's going to average twenty five and ten this year. I think. Well, he averaged nineteen and twelve last year. He's going to so average. That's not yeah, fast. he's going to average. I think he's his points per game are going to go up because Chris Paul's going to set him up easily than he's ever been set up before. I'd give him twenty two and eleven, pretty easy. Yeah, I give him twenty two and eleven. I think he benefits easy. the most out of this whole trade. Yeah, I think twenty two and eleven is pretty easy. He's nineteen and twelve last year with no real point guard. And I think you're always gonna have a ball handler on the full on the floor. Yeah. So nineteen point, 20, point 22, book, 22 and eleven should be pretty easy for Point D hit. book is a different animal though. So if they let D Booker run point guard like with the second unit while Chris Paul rests, when he when he was point D book, he dropped sixty in the ball saying guard. Yo, what do you, what do you think the ceiling is on this team? Because I, I immediately started looking up NBA MVP odds. The ceiling what the I'm ceiling on the Suns, it's gonna the second round. No, no, no. I'm talking about regular season. Where do you think they could finish? Because for you to win MVP outside of that one year, like Devin Booker is 45 to 1. If you think Chris Paul could elevate him the way like I think he could, I don't think it's that crazy. As a, I'm talking about a long shot. Like the favorite is Luka, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm talking about like a 45 to 1 odds. Can they be a top four seed? I can see them like fifth seed perfectly, like flat out, like bet right now, fifth seed, mm. I would say. Just to be what, safe. Too. What did we have last year? We had, I mean, the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets for Nuggets. third seed. Utah was the fourth. Mm. No, I think um, Houston. Houston was. Houston, which is obviously not. Yeah, Houston was four. Thunder were fifth. Five. Utah six. Math so seven. So the Thunder Blazers. obviously are out of there, and then depending what Houston does, obviously they're probably dropping. Memphis two this year also because they skipped last nice, year. Yeah, they have a nice team. Look, they can make it in the top four. I think five is probably the most realistic. Mm-hmm. But I could see them four, four or five. I could see them five. I can't see them higher than four. I can't see them higher than four. That's why I say five. I can't. I, I can't see them higher than four. But Lakers, Clippers. What, what do you think? Would he, would, what's going to happen? So is Westbrook going to be like, what's going to go on with that? Well, Westbrook and Harden. Whoa, do you think hey. Christian Wood makes them stay? Like, 
Like, uh, are they going to get traded? Like, I'm sure they're actively manning the phones right now to figure it out. What a fucked up situation that is. I mean... I think Harden's going to end up staying. I think too much has to happen in order for him to go to the Nets. And like you say, the Nets, it's just too much for them to give up. You know, they just re-signed Joe Harris. They want to see their original experiment that they had with Katie and Kyrie's mm-hmm. going to work out. And mm-hmm. then if that doesn't work out, maybe go get Harden maybe next year after a season and see how it goes. You know, to take on another third superstar. I, it's think, like, I think Houston's going to try to do everything they can to convince Harden that he should stay in Houston. Absolutely. With Westbrook? I think Westbrook's gone. I don't think he's staying. Yeah, but why hasn't anybody traded for him yet? It's a crazy contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah my point, though, like, there, there's a big question mark on over Westbrook's head. But he's done, though, Westbrook. is like, Harden says he's done, but, like, I don't know if, if he really means that. I think he's just frustrated with... I mean, oh, do you, you blame mean, him, though? Yeah. Usually, people stay three, four years. He gave Houston eight eight seasons, eight That's good thing, seasons. man. If you give someone that many years, bro, and like, I never understood the, the heat on LeBron that first go-around when he left. Cleveland. Like, yo, he gave you seven years. Yeah, you gave him, I never, you gave him yeah. Larry Hughes. Congrats. Yeah, yeah look, I, obviously he's going to leave. I well, that's why he's the that. GOAT, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, God. Yo, why do you do this, bro? Why do you like to rile him up for? Rile me it's up. It's like not rile up. You see, he's smiling. Did you? I'm having a good time. Yo, did, uh, you, did you watch the Jordan documentary? Yeah, I watched the Jordan okay. documentary. Congrats. There he played go. against he played against two good teams the whole season long. Like, okay, that's it. He never had to form a he never had to face a super team. Mm-hmm. Never had to face the greatest regular season team in NBA because he played on it mm-hmm. with Pippen. He had the mm-hmm. best roster by a landslide. Mm-hmm. There was I, not a roster that came close to the, to I, the Bulls. I will say that Come on, that man. was probably my biggest takeaway from the last dance that. The help team, he had. His team was stacked, bro. Yeah, the help he had. Come mm-hmm. on, man. He, you can't he, even compare the two. He I'm had like, he had the the best defensive player. Outside of him, two of them, you could say, right? Like, especially when they got Rodman. They got the best Euro guy to come overseas. Cool coach. Which he kind of, like, opened the floodgates to, like, yo, being a Euro guy. A, a big, a shooting big. Yeah, he had he had the random white dude that would hit threes every yep. now and then. He had Paxson, then he had Kerr. Kerr. And he also had the greatest coach. Ron Harper, great defensive guard. Great defensive Look, I'm guard. Look, not, I'm not saying the team wasn't amazing. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying Jordan was just the killer. He was just the mentality. Like, I it's, want the ball in his hands. It's. I mean, it's easy to go out and kill like that when you have a good stack team like that. You know, you. you no, it's back not. And, Come on, you're a basketball player. You know that's not true. I mean, I, I shouldn't have used the you word know that's easy. Not true. It's easier. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe that's not true. Jordan had that. Now, jo- Jordan. Jordan is more. LeBron's a killer, though. Like LeBron is a killer. LeBron has the most game-winning shots in like the last. It's because he played seventy-five years. <laughs> oh, now this. <laughs> Hey, longevity is a big part of Look, I, 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 res- yo, I, I respect LeBron James for everything he's done. Absolutely. The guy's the man. I think in the last 25 years, he's hit the most game winners with the same amount of shots taken. I'm talking about mm-hmm. Kobe. Um, I think Dirk's in that category. I think Jordan might have been within the last 25 years is in that mm-hmm. category. Like in postseason. Um, every time I come across a, a stat on Twitter or something, I send it to you right away. Mm-hmm. It, it's in our group chat. The I one know. with LeBron and the game winners is in there. That right. one blew my mind, though, because you talk about... And Jordan was on the list. So you talk about him being a killer and a closer. LeBron closes out games better than anybody in the last... Yeah, he does play a lot, but, like... Would you rather have Jordan or LeBron? To close a game, Jordan. Okay. But 
that doesn't make him the greatest ever, though. If you if you're starting a franchise with a player, I'm taking LeBron James, mm. better defender. Do you think it's all around better, better defender? He's a better I'm defender not, than Jordan. I don't know. That's, we we that's, can we can we can agree to disagree. I don't know. But I don't know why. Like you, do you think it's LeBron could guard one through five? Jordan can't. You know what I've started saying, okay. like about like Brady. How Brady is the most accomplished quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. Which makes him the GOAT. But I think I think Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen. He's incredible. So like the talent, I think LeBron is more talented. He could do more things great than what Jordan could. Mm. But Jordan is more accomplished. Defensive players of the year, MVPs, the finals undefeated. But like is it a bad thing, bro, if you go to the finals that many times and you lose? Like, I know it's not like LeBron is 0 for 10. Like, he's won championships. I never understood how is is losing in the second round better for your legacy than losing in the finals? Because that's basically what social media and this discussion has become. Yeah. Look. Like, who had a, who had a better... Who had a better Playoffs, Jimmy Butler in the Heat, or Giannis, and the Bucks. It's obvious. Well, the, it's, the Miami, yeah, Miami Heat. Had. So, but they lost in the finals. Correct. So, is it better for you to lose early than later, when it's more difficult for you to get there later? Oh, it's better for you to lose as late as possible. Right. So I don't understand how that's an argument against. They hold it against LeBron, LeBron or any athlete that like yo, oh man, you lost. Like, yo, Cam lost the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, but he got to a Super Bowl, bro, which mm. is the objective of you finding a quarterback. You want to be able to get there. Look, the fact that LeBron was able to get to that many finals, um, it's incredible, and, and it's an achievement in its own right. Like, that shouldn't be knocked the way people knock it, right? It's not easy. And, and think about how many games that guy plays because he's getting to the finals That's why I every And some of those teams year. he brought to the finals. Every year he's but getting. I, but I think when you start, when you start LeBron's resume – when it's all said and done, I think at the top of it got to be duration and durability, longevity. We'll see with how many championships he finishes with. But look, I'm, I'm not going to debate, right? Like LeBron will probably have the best statistical comparison. Right. If you're going to compare them statistically, you know it's going right? to be LeBron. I think I, they're the favorites to win it this year. And this is how I want to wrap up. Who do you got winning the finals? Lakers. Lakers. Two yeah. for two, baby. Chris, you as well? Mm-hmm. I, it's... It's rare to see a team win a championship and then get better. Get better because a lot of guys are like, "Yo, I, I got a ring now. I want to get paid." Where they're on the kind of on the opposite, where there's only one guy that really needs to get paid, and that's Davis, and they have the space for him. And all these other dudes are looking around the league like, "Yo, I want to win a ring now. I'm much I want to go play with LeBron. Yeah, and I want to play with LeBron, and I want to play in in June or July, whenever where, the fucking finals. Where did, are where did LeBron James get drafted? What was this picnic? What pick was he? One overall. Number what was it? One. Number one. Okay. Yeah. You know who two was? Doesn't matter. No, I'm asking. Do you know who two was? No, nah, who was number Darko. Two? A guy named Darko Milicic. Oh yeah, you know who number three was? Carmelo Anthony. Okay, who was four? Bosch and Wade. Bosch Wade. And then Chris that's top Kamen. five, baby. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the greatest draft class ever. Okay. That'll never happen you again. You just wanna be you wanna have that opportunity. You know who the Knicks drafted? You won't have that opportunity Do you know who to go the Knicks Westbrook? drafted fourth overall two years ago? Fourth, when did the Knicks had the fourth pick, 
When did RJ Barrett go? Oh, RJ Barrett. Third. third. That's what yeah, I meant. Sorry, you, not you fourth. Stumped me too. I was like, yeah, okay, no, I'll my bad. This. My bad. Third. Okay. Okay. I want to see how he pans out. All right. There's more busts. Does, look, there's really quick. There's more busts. In those rounds, I understand it's a numbers game. You want as many chances at that top pick or right. top three as, as possible. Yes, right. there's more chance of, of it being a bust than the player panning out. That's all I'm going to say. You, you, the no, word, there's the, less. The, the, the higher up you go, the higher up you go, the less of a chance. I'm telling I don't think when it's one. I, I think you're wrong there. When it's number one overall, like... when No, I'm talking about the... I'm taking like the top three, top five picks is what I'm saying. I'm not saying no, number one th- overall. There's a less probability of a bust, of a, there being a bust in the top five than there is being in the five to ten. Ten to twenty... I mean, because well, the talent, of course. Okay, so but I'm you, saying you you got guys like Anthony Bennett. You got guys like fucking. All right, uh, that, but Anthony but Bennett was an anomaly it, it, because it was a ba- nobody it was a bad, expected him to go number one. That was a bad example, but I have to use that for my argument, though. You don't understand what I'm saying? There's well, busts, though. Like yeah. you, you guys are banking on it, like it's a guarantee. Within the next five years, we're gonna draft a, a stud. You may never, we, you, you, know, you may never get an opportunity like that, and but just you, because. But you never know. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But you never know. You're 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 so like nonchalant. And it's like, not just yo, about patience. drafting. It's not just about drafting those guys. Patience, bro. I've been not, waiting no, for eight years. It's not just about drafting those guys. It's about drafting the young guys, seeing how they play out, like you said, mm-hmm. and then using the stockpile of draft picks you traded for that you have to trade for players to trade for agency, good players and then sign players in free agency. In free agency, but yeah, the draft. I mean. It's good to draft good players. It you is. gotta, you gotta welcome every new relationship with the idea that it could be better than the last one. What I'm I mean very optimistic. Is, I am very optimistic. It doesn't when it sound comes, like it. No, no, I am no. But but I'm just saying, when you have a chance to get a superstar in his prime, you get him. No questions asked. I disagree. And the New York Knicks, especially, that's some that's a team that's been rebuilding for the last fucking fifteen years, 20, 10, 10 years. He's going to make us better, but it's not going to make us better in the long term. That's the I know a lot of people feel the same way. You're, changing you? short, you're, you're exchanging short-term gain for long-term, for long-term gain. As opposed to waiting long-term and, and, and that success may never come later. What happens if it never comes? What if you end up being like the Kings or the Pacers or a laundry list of other NBA teams that just don't get it? The Knicks are in that category. The Knicks can't do anything right. They like I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can, but I mean when you when yeah, you're waiting you, your argument keeps years. saying the Knicks can't do anything right, but you haven't seen this regime to see that yet. That's also true. But Yeah, that's first, where that's but, where I was implying. Yeah, but their first chance is to sign Westbrook and do something right. And that, sign by, Westbrook. By your opinion. That's the right thing to do. It's not. It is. I'm telling you it okay. is. Trust me. Guys, this was uh very interesting. I'm glad that we all were able to not throw fists at each other, especially you two. As Chris started creeping more and more closer to you. Yeah, getting closer to him. Yo, this was fun, man. I'm looking forward to doing this again sometime when the when the season starts. Um, I'm with you guys on the Lakers, though. I think it's going to be hard for them to to be dethroned. Barring no injuries. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, everything's barring. Yeah, that, that's, that's always the like, case, right? Like, I know. I, I, the, wor- the worst thing is I hate when... When I play fantasy or I try to make a trade, and it's like, well, this guy might get hurt. It's like, yeah, no shit. Everyone might get yeah. hurt. Mm. But you can't approach it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, are there guys that are more injury prone than others? Yeah. To me, I'm a little different. I don't think you tearing your ACL means you're injury prone if that's the only injury you've had. Right. I think if you're constantly pulling groins and calves and hamstrings, like, yeah, bro, that's a physical, that's a body issue that you're not taking care of yourself that way. Like, 
Let me just ask you this as we wrap up. When you think of Keenan Allen, do you think he's injury prone? Uh, my, I do. My you do. First I do, thought yes. is yeah, but yeah. he hasn't been injured really. He's had two. He he tore his ACL one time. Right. And he had that freak like spleen injury. But bes- a, besides that, like he's a he's there all the time. What a player mm-hmm. that guy is, man! Oh, he's fantastic! And what he, a phenomenal he, he producer! Career resurgence now with uh, what a, what a Herbert, and he and he produces. That That's what I'm saying. But like, even my guy Julio, do you think of Julio Jones is injury prone? Yeah, because he's always in the sideline. He's always on the sideline. He's always like he's always playing hurt. But he's not producing. That's the thing. When he plays, he's not always producing. He sometimes he's out there for a decoy. Sometimes he'll play two quarters. Right. You know. Right. He's a guy that I would say is more injury prone than like a Keenan Allen would be. Even though Keenan Allen's like like Julio's never turned anything significant like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's all perception and and really quick because we didn't talk about the Knicks draft this year. We didn't talk about the players they drafted. I thought I like they did. Obi-Tabu. I thought they did a great job. Like not that. just him. I think Emmanuel quickly. They signed the um. They signed uh, Miles Powell, J.R. Smith's cousin, mm. can fill it up. Great offensive player off the bench. He'll be similar to like a Lou Williams. Maybe he'll have a long NBA career like him, but mm. he could score like him. I think they drafted the kid Emmanuel quickly. He's a really good shooter out of Kentucky. I thought they did a really good job drafting this year. So, it's so if you think a foot, they did a good job it's drafting a foot in the, this? It's a step in the right direction. If you think they did a good job drafting this year, you, maybe you should give them more draft picks to do in the future. Or maybe you get Westbrook so he could play around this supporting cast. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Well, Westbrook's got to play somewhere, so why not on the Knicks? I don't understand it. We'll see. Nick, where's uh, your social media? Where can people find you? Nick Dunbar 718, N I C K D U N B A R 718. And Chris, you're only on the gram, right? Yeah. You don't do Twitter? Don't do uh, Twitter. I bro. do it Twitter, ain't... yeah, but it's more for like information. Per- I, like, I only follow stuff that I want to. Yeah, yeah. I want qu- quick information on. I feel you. What I is it? I don't What's like here? tweet. Um, C Y E R O underscore. That's IG. I'm coming for real, taking that food right off of your grill. Nikki too ill, can't let it drop and me spill. Clogging the lane, I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.